<laughs> Microphone's going, you booped me. You booped me. You booped me. <laughs> so as I get older, um, when I was younger, I used to always think that uh, there are certain people that I, I, you know, I always start everything with when I was younger. Like I must be really old if I keep starting everything with when I was younger. <laughs> I must be like 80. I was like Yoda. <laughs> when I was younger. Well, we've been together for so dang long that it really must have been when you were really, really younger. Well, no. I mean, you you were you were around for, I would call it pre-swagger. Right? <laughs> pre-swagger. Okay. If you want to call it that. Yeah. Pre-swagger. You were around for pre-swagger. No, I think you had swagger right from the beginning. I, I think so inside my head. It was not. Right? I was a, I was a chubbier man in earlier days, and and so there was a certain part of me that didn't really have the swagger, and I'll never forget. And that's another thing I always say: I'll never forget. Like I like I like I actually never forget anything. Um, <laughs> and, and, you might not. And I, I think I I think I forget. I can't remember. Like I'm my, not even sure. I forgot where this is going. My last meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because it's so interesting. Um, but I, when I lost weight, I a substantial amount of weight. I remember having like internal swagger and it, and it was the equivalent of the swagger. One of my great bosses had where he always walk around. He's one of these Anderson consulting guys, you know, and he always, his suit looked great. And he just, it, you know, it wasn't, he was like swagger guys to me traditionally were like extra tall guys. But, but Mike Orr was a guy that was about my size, you know, five, nine and, and Mike, um, but he had the swagger, right. And, and he, he, he seemed like a guy that probably always had the swagger, right? Scratch golfer was an athlete in high school. You know, the whole thing was great at everything he ever did. Not a, not a dumb dude. And, and, and had the, had the outfit. But for me, that came somewhere just after I lost some of the weight and I, and I could, like, I felt like I didn't look like awkward so much. Yeah. And I think, I, I think for a lot of guys, the swagger thing is, is a, is a physical appearance, it's tied to physical appearance. It doesn't hurt. And, uh, but you're not that physical appearance swagger guy. And, and that doesn't mean that you don't have the physical appearance, but that's not where you derive your swagger. And it's not a daily basis thing. You but said we, swagger. Swagger. <laughs> is, is, that, is that like when you have swagger and you got like some cash in your pocket? Right, right, right. Somebody just I got some swagger. You just won some cheap prizes at the fair. You've yeah, got swagger. You swagger. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the Virginia State Fest weekend. So maybe. It's appropriate. Just, yeah, it, just it could, maybe it, I'll it, have some swagger. You might have some swagger. <laughs> Yeah, I'll walk in with just swagger. I'll walk out with swagger. Yeah, I like it. I like swagger. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. You. Sorry. But, <laughs> okay, that was funny. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you had to call out my humor when it is humorous. <laughs> I call call I, I call a spade a spade and <laughs> swagger a swagger. <laughs> um, but no, but I think that yours is really derived from. When you yours is more performance, I guess. If I had to performance use swagger, okay, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? it? Sound <laughs> that sounds horribly, horribly <laughs> raunchy. When you've had like a really like uh, successful day um, at work, uh, something really cool happened, and it all came. It's just sort of this. Um, it was all derived from like your uh, sort of the way you, like you I didn't talk screw things it, up. The, no, 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 no. Okay, maybe you, you think of it that way, but yeah, I, I think it's was. more. I think it's more 
when you're like you're on your game, you're communicating well with people. Yeah, things on all cylinders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yours. So that's what I mean by that. Um, okay. It's it's not you don't you don't like walk out the door and you don't look in the mirror before you walk out the door and go, hey, looking good, and that you know. Be back you to got, pick you up later. <laughs> be back to pick you up later, babes. By the way, these microphones kind of look like Mr. that, Mr. Microphone. Mr. Microphone. <laughs> Except, for, um, except that instead of being in a in a car with 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 really, with, with red fake leather, we're at a table <laughs> with with a big giant red cloth on it to make our voices not echo. <laughs> but we digress. So the in in you know that's <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's where I think that uh, I think that's where that comes from. And, and 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 you really were. I mean, when we went to dinner the other night, um, I met met up with you over in the fan over at Garnets, which I love. And adore. It's well, that it's, sounds like a segue. It, it's <laughs> segue alert. Um, you you you, I, you didn't have to say anything. You just were oozing swagger. Um, you I like were I say the other night. No one knows what the other night was. It could have been six I, years ago. No, it was it feels like it's been six years. It Was within the past like two weeks. Sixteen years. Yeah. No. It, just don't remember the exact day. Well. It, it was actually it was like two Fridays, like two Fridays ago. Uh, we'll, we'll go with two Fridays ago. <laughs> Even though it's somewhere else, two Fridays ago. We'll whatever, go whatever. Irrelevant. In my imaginary world. No, irrelevant. Nobody cares. Well, part of that was I had my had my fresh pair of f- first bespoke pair of sunglasses that I got mm. from when we were on vacation. You were in Paris. And you're super Parisian. And so I was kind of walking in feeling that, right? I was kind of doing the whole, hey, check me out. I got my new fancy glasses. Do you also have some fancy glasses? I got fancy glasses. It's kind of like when you're a little kid and you have the, you know, the new bike with the banana seats like that. It's, <laughs> I know I bring that up every time. You're like, banana seat, banana seats are terrible. Well, yeah, they were terrible. But when you had a banana seat, it was like, you got the bike with a banana seat? <laughs> oh my God, that's so amazing. Yes. Granted, it was 1979, but still... The banana seat was a th- maybe a seventy-eight, but it was Parisian. They're, so the they're, the Parisian sunglasses are the banana, a banana seat, seat of, of two, modern of American sophisticates like mm-hmm. me. I'm an obvious sophisticate. Yeah. So so yeah, and that, and that was that. So I did. I I got there before you, and and the funny thing was I I, I so I I sit down and because that's what you do when you go to a restaurant commonly, and and nobody and, likes to eat standing up. Well, I mean, it, actually, I do because it feels I feel like you're exercising and eating at the same time. It's kind mm. of a it's a good thing to do because you feel like you're burning your food as you eat it. Mm. But I mm. don't like it. Okay. So that's me. Um, it's just you. However, however, I, I sat down and 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 I and I and I, I I was kind of trying to entertain all the guests like I was doing like I was doing. I have swagger, of course, and and I and I got the menu and I was kind of floored because it, it said it said date night thirty dollars. I'm thinking thirty bucks. What's that going to be? And it's going to be like probably like a pie and a smack in the face, right? It's not going to be anything amazing. It, it's like two meals and a pick, whole pick bottle two of entrees wine. and a bottle of wine. Which, of course, in my world, like the bottle of wine, they never charge you any less than 40 or 50 bucks for the bottle of wine all by itself. Of course, it's a mark of about 10,000%. But the whole point is, it kind of shocked me. And you weren't there yet. So, again, feeling the swagger, I said, I'm just going to make a command decision right here and now and get that rosé to kind of bring back the memory of being in Paris, the memory of being on vacation because we had just gotten back from vacation. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was, that you, was, that you, was a thrilling moment for me because I was feeling, I was feeling, um, 
the opposite of flush. Like, like I've got no money. Like I, like I felt, you know, swagger, but poor was swagger. Right. And so, yeah, but we had date night for 20 bucks. It was kind of 20 thir- bucks. Was it 20, bucks. 30 bucks? I'm sorry. 30. So you just made it sound know, bad. Right? It was so I great did. until you said 20 no. bucks. Now it no. just sounds like crud. No, 30 bucks. 30 bucks. What a rip off. No, no. 30 bucks is great for a, for a whole great. bottle of wine wine and two and entrees. Two entrees. And, but it wasn't the only place in Richmond. You said it wasn't the only place in Richmond where you've seen that. And, and let me point out, this wasn't like, you get this offer for like an hour. It was oh, it was a whole happy hour for what is it like four to seven or something? Yeah, like. some, Monday Monday through Friday. It was some wacky thing. Happy hour deals down here, by the way, are great. I love Richmond happy hour deals. Which mean happy hour deals are are really good deals, and so it's kind of it, it was kind of cool to uh, to take part in that. But um, but it made me think, you know, as and and kind of skip a skip ahead to another thing I was thinking about was, yeah. So so we're always parking the car in Richmond and, and, uh, on a side street and, and, and I've heard Richmonders talk about the pain of parking a car, um, and going places when they don't seemingly have a parking spot, excuse me, pardon me, Richmonders, um, right next to where they are. And, and, and life is relative, right? Cause I, I personally am used to, you park a car and then you, you're basically six miles from wherever you're going and it takes you an eternity to get and there. And you probably have to yeah. pay like $15 to oh. park there. And of course that came after driving around the block 18 times mm-hmm. and there was heavy traffic and you couldn't get through it. It took you roughly 20 minutes to park your car. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I've never had a moment in Richmond, even at peak, wherever I've gone, where I've not been able to just park the freaking car, right? Within, within 0.2 miles maximum of where I'm going, but often, most often like right out front or right next out front. And it blows me away. Like I, I, I feel like I've won the lottery practically every single time I have to go somewhere in Richmond because it's not like, that's not ever a real challenge or anything. Um, however, I did have a bit of an odd moment, um, that, that I, I didn't quite know what to do with mm-hmm. and so this is this is this is a richmond moment of sorts i like to bring those up um and and and, and so so i'm i'm pulling up this is down from triple crossing and, I, and i'm triple and I'm, crossing downtown yeah downtown mm-hmm. down yeah. the hill there yeah and uh you know again easy parking but i but as i pull up there's a car like right in front of where i want to park which is right on the end i, I like parking at the back end because what that means is, um, is no one's going to park behind me. The back of the car is the part, the bumper always gets screwed up on the back end, not on the front end. That's just how it works. If you think about the way cars parallel park, it makes perfect sense. So I'm always looking for that last spot. Um, and so I pull up and the car, like a third of the, the back third of the car was completely plowed in by another car. The car that was in front of you? Yeah. In front of me that was parked there. Park, no, no one yeah. was there. The car was parked there. A third of it was just plowed in. And so I had this moment was, okay, so if you park there, like I, like I, I'm assuming this didn't happen recently, right? But let's just say you park there and this happened to do like, this is on a big street, right? Big traffic, right? It was the last car. What if like the last car that came through plowed that car? And so now that dude is going to think it's me. Like, like, oh, like, yeah, like, right, like when you park right. the car, <laughs> you know? so I go into, so the whole time, I should say the whole time, but there was, until I had enough beer in me, um, <laughs> there, there was, and, and no, I didn't drink and drive, let me point that out because I, I got beer out of me too. Um, and, and was there for quite some time. So um, you're making that correlation. Triple crossing is a brewery. Yeah. I, I think that all <laughs> Richmonders know triple crossing is a brewery. So I think we'll just go with that one. What so, if someone doesn't know? I, I don't know, but here's what I know. Um, I got away with it. 
I mean, I didn't actually plow the car so I didn't get away with anything, but I was I genuinely scared I was going to come back and there was going to be like something wrong with my car because this dude was going to think I was the person that plowed into their car. Was that was that moment when you like wish you had the, the scratch paper with you so you could like write on it really big a second on his windshield. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. I yeah. didn't do it. I had that moment. I had, I had like a little moment in there of hesitation and I almost did drive the car up the street Though, honestly, because it's Richmond, I would have had to drive it like way up the street. But it was kind of a, do you park your car here knowing this is your favorite spot, Shane? Or do you, or do you, you know, or do you, you know, taking the chance? Or do you park it up the street knowing there's no risk of the guy in front of you thinking you literally plowed his car and then walked into the, Wait, I, I mean, there's a beer place nearby. I, so. I just learned something about you. You have a favorite parking spot near Triple Crossing? I have a favorite parking spot in general. But yeah, I do have a favorite spot near and we didn't park there the other night when we when we when you and I went. So mm. just just kind of mm. throw that out there. You just, I would that was going to be my next question because you didn't say anything about your favorite parking spot. Well, we were in the other car. I mean, my car gets Oh, oh so it's a different yeah, scenario. You different car, you have different like standards. Your car is the city car. Like we take that car, we stick that car anywhere so we want to stick it. So wouldn't matter. A guy could have come out and said, "I don't know You smashed into my car. Who cares? It's I in my car." I have thought something about it cuz your car is newer than my car, but the whole point is your car is the city <laughs> car, right? We shove it into holes, everything's great. My car is the one where you're like, "Oh my god, do I have to park it there? I just don't, you know." Which is dumb to have a car like that, but on the same token, you know, if you don't have something that you look at that way, then you're not going to take care of anything in your life. So we'll just look at it that way, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have had, yeah. yeah. So speaking of things that you take care of, um, this might be a good time Wait, for us to, to is, engage. Is our this another segue alert? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it, this might be a good time to uh, to go into uh, this these old bones. I think we decided to call this segment, which is where we talk about it's not this old house. We, actually, I didn't say those words just now because if I did, I'd get sued. So this is this is these old bones. This is. These old bones is is where we talk about our long domestic nightmare of discontent, renovating a house in Richmond, Virginia in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. <laughs> someday it will be done. Oh yes, someday it will be done. So, so where do we where do we sleep at night, honey? In the living room. Yeah. But on a bed. On a bed. <laughs> yeah, we did get that much <laughs> On done. a bed, but it's in the living room in because the, room. the upstairs is completely torn up because we stupidly, because we did not really have stupidly. the... Well, I mean, really, there was no reason to have the carpet pulled out from the upstairs when... Yeah. But we were excited about just getting something done. So... Anything. Anything. And having the carpet pulled out in January, um, unbeknownst to us that it was going to be months and months later, and we still would not have a firm commitment on getting going with the house renovations. It's it's been what months of of calling and trying to get contractors to come out. Most of them don't ever call you back if you can get someone to come out. They show up, and then weeks later, you still don't have an estimate from them. Uh, and then you get an <laughs> estimate for $10 million, cry your eyes out, and try and figure out what to do. <laughs> no. And if you drive around, generally, I mean, particularly in Church Hill, but but a lot of neighborhoods in Richmond, Every block. Uh, you kind of start to understand why, the, all, with all of the renovation going on, the it's demand. A, it's incredible. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like it. Everybody that we talk to who's in this business says the same thing. I've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you wonder when it's going to end. You don't see the end in sight. I don't, I personally think it's kind of a new normal for quite some time, not just mm-hmm. because of the fact that there are great credits for it. Um, but because of the changing landscape of sort of the new urbanization or reurbanization, um, or, or say the reemergence of, of folks, uh, trying to live in a city's close in core. Um, I just don't see that going away anytime soon. And, mm. and I, I think if I were going to pick, pick an industry based on job security, that might be at the top of my list. Um, but of course that's, that's the additional challenge, right? Here we are, we're trying to get stuff done. Um, you know, if you go to somebody like a GC, who's going to wrap it all in a bow. Um, I, I personally think based on our experience at this point, that it's just the that's the hardest thing in the world to do um, because they're also going to subcontractors The subcontractors are also busy. And so they're trying to like basically tie all these pieces together, half of which are probably twice as unresponsive as them because they are just as busy and they're trying to pull all the, like they're, they're dealing with the best and the worst links of all the pieces that you're trying to pull together on a, on a, say a comprehensive renovation effort. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the lesson that we learned and you know, that we should share in episode one of, (laughs) these old bones. Um, because, uh, you know, I think we, we had to scale down for multiple reasons, you know, not the least of which is I just, you know, can't imagine us spending, you know, half a million dollars to renovate a home that didn't cost us half a million dollars. You know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's definitely been an odyssey for sure. Um, and, and it's crazy. Like I, you know, having purchased the house at this point a year ago, and almost to the day, um, or putting the offer in almost a year ago to the day, um, yeah. owning the home, uh, almost, uh, you know, not too much longer than we'll have owned the, the house for almost a year, um, moving it, waiting a few months, uh, hoping things would get going, moving in and then still nowhere. I mean, we've obviously gotten some things done, uh, but it's, but it's, it's, it's been frustrating. I'm, I'm hopeful that we will get out of the living room sometime before the end of the year at this Wishful point. <laughs> well, when you don't have to, uh, wait for, um, uh, the permit to come through the city at this point, because what you're, you've scaled back to no longer requires a permit because it's just some interior stuff. Yeah, big difference and, maker. You still have to have um, people do work. But yeah. yeah. But you don't have to wait, you know, six or eight weeks. <clears throat> um, according to contractors for that permit to come through that will come down the road when we do more. But, uh, but for now I'm just hopeful that we can get the bed upstairs in the bedroom and, uh, not have open boards upstairs anymore. Sure. So, so far the (laughs) lessons that we've learned are, um, the, the statement that Richmond is slow in, you know, like they've got about an eight week turnaround or more seems to be true for permits. Yeah. For permits. Um, how do we know that? Um, Hmm. we, we have a pole that's still in the back of our house, you know, back in the alley that hasn't been moved and it's been roughly nine, 10 months since we started the odyssey of having a pole move. So we could just park our car back in the alley. So that's one. That's example. right in the middle of our property line. That's right in the middle. Like it's the, the only one. The like, only like, house. Like you could you could drive the alley for roughly sixteen miles, and it's the only pole that's in the alley. By the way, so this is this is a, another melancholy moment for us because <laughs> when we bought the house, we literally had no idea that we had an alley behind our house, and so we're like, oh my god, we've got an alley behind our house. We could park a car, and then you go back to like. Well, crap. The only way you could park a freaking car is to take this stupid pole out, which, by the way, no one recognized. And, I mean- and, 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 and let me just interject really briefly on how masterful, masterful your skills were at tracking down the right person and being persistent enough to, to just 
hound people constantly and get to the right person and get it to the point where they even stuck a new pole in in the appropriate spot. Now they just need to come and now we have extra poles. Ec- yeah, now Yay! we have extra poles. Adjust the wires and yeah. remove the old yeah. electric or uh, but that electric was really, pole. But that was really funny, right? Yeah. You, you call one utility. Well, no, that's not ours. Um, you call this one. Then you call that one. No, that's not ours. And then you and then you call the other one back. Um, no, that's not ours. Well, okay. I just finally broke down and looked at it, and it's got this relic from like thirty years ago that says C and P on it. So I gotta believe you, phone guys. Uh, well, no, it's not in our system. Well, okay. So does that mean I just chop it down like it's a tree? Because hey, I'm good with that on some level. It might might cause some damage to neighbor property, but you know. And then the guy calls back, and the guy the guy who, by the way, was the guy you mentioned that I finally got to the guy who's been fantastic uh, at Verizon. And uh, he's like, yeah, that one's ours. And, and I don't know how you determine. I mean, is it the picture that I took that says CNP and the number on it? Because it wasn't even in their books. And uh, and so here still, we are. Still blows me away that, that, that you actually tracked down the right person, got them to to take ownership oh. over it verbally yeah. and, and actually get as much done as we've gotten so far. Just that we just need the last step of taking the what? old pole out so we can park our cars behind our house in the alley. And that was a weird one too. It wasn't like this guy services Richmond, this guy services here. It was like, okay, this guy we think handles the area between like say 95 East and the river North. It was, it was just this yeah. kind of quasi-arbitrary, there's a dude that handles an area, and we think he's the right guy. He's got that quadrant oh, yeah. of the city. Oh, yeah. And, we, and, and this came after talking to like three other people that owned certain things that were Verizon-esque and all of them going, um, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, but why don't you talk to this guy? And of course, that guy leading the next guy. So it was, it was pretty funny. But, um, but this is the example of sort of how things go, uh, I think, when everybody goes through the process of trying to get this stuff done. So I'm, I'm hopeful for two things. Fingers crossed. I, I know it's, 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 a, it's, it's really wishful thinking, but I'm hopeful that we have two things accomplished by the next time we talk. Yeah. And that is one, that we have our other estimates so we can move forward with getting uh, a date locked on starting the renovations for upstairs or at you least mean, the you part mean from of the them. guy you mean from the guy that quit the first company that we had talked to because uh, they because were so they busy were so and disorgan- it was driving him crazy yeah so disorganized um, yeah <laughs> yeah and sorry that, just wanted to point that out and that we have the poll removed. We might have a pole removal this week, which means we might be able to actually use the alley and park our car (laughs) and all the little fun things that we, that we were dreaming of roughly five minutes after we came into the house. The first time after we bought it only to realize that, Hey, we've got an alley. So yeah, that's pretty, it's exciting stuff. If we could just get, if we could get those two things accomplished, I would be just ecstatic. And, uh, I I mean, ecstatic. We have a roof over our head because game changer. A lot of people uh, definitely are in, true. You can't complain. These are all first world problems. Very, very so. first world problems. But but I'm I'm hopeful we get those two things accomplished. Stay tuned.